Welcome back to the IIW on podcast. It's your host, Mark Maverick, and I am officially back on the air to bring you everything that's going on in IIW. Now, before I dive in and talk about Monday Night Mayhem, I want all our listeners to make sure they go on the IIW website and you check out what went down on Friday Night Combat. Great show. General Manager of that show has been doing a great job. I think they just they crowned a new world champion of that brand, so definitely worth checking out. But let's talk about this past Monday Night Mayhem. Boy, did we open up with a bang, and it just like last week. That guy, Sean Hart, you know, he might sign my check as of right now, but I do not agree with some of his decision-making as a general manager. I think there's obviously some biasness in the decisions he makes, which is why, as you all will find out, who checked him about that. But last mayhem, we saw the foundation being built of Sean's new group. Gone is CCPE and out of the ashes rolls the Mecca. John Montori, Fred Debonair, Bam Miller, Goliath, a returning and shockingly Justin York. Yeah, nobody saw that coming. I don't think anybody could have put their finger on that Sean Hart would bring back in Justin York, but he did along with his wife, Stacey York. So, yeah, this is a new power group in the IIW. And let me tell you, I think everybody should be worried. Fred Debonair, the UK champion, has been on a roll. Joe Montori has just been steamrolling through competition that they put in front of him and has not been shy about defending that international championship while still focusing on becoming the world champion of the IIW. But... They did a little beatdown on Max Stone, Crush, Andy, and Trig. Sean, you know, last Mayhem got rid of Cav, Apathy, and Ian. He even got rid of the IAW Originals to make sure that nobody could come to the aid of these fan favorites when they made their statement with the Mecca. But tune in to what just happened on this past Monday night, the table turns. Sean Hart and the Mecca came out to open the show up to brag and stroke their ego a little. But as we saw, the world heavyweight champion, John Kavanaugh, had other plans. He showed up alone, as we thought, with a sledgehammer in hand, calling out the Mecca to come finish the job. He was like, you took out his boys, you took out everybody else, but you didn't come for the champ. Now the champ is calling you out. So what you going to do? Sean Hart, of course, you know, didn't want to do things on the champ's time. He wanted to do stuff on Sean Hart's time. But the international champion, Joe Montori, like I have said, has never backed down from a challenge and he wasn't going to stop now. So he rallied the rest of the Mecca and they head to the parking lot to meet the world champion. Now we all thought, man, the world champ, he's the man now. Holding the IAW World Headweight title, you got to be the best of the very best. But to take on five guys on your own, man, you got some balls for sure. But boy, oh boy, did the Mecca fall for the trap. They got The bait was set and they bit it. And boy, did they pay for it as Max Stone, Russell Wayne, Trig and Andy 
and John Kavanaugh blindsided the Mecca in the parking lot and the brawl just ensued out there, people. I'm talking about it was mayhem on mayhem. Chaos ensued. Sean Hart couldn't believe what he was seeing. He had got fooled. The world champion was a few steps ahead of the mastermind general manager. And I know that didn't sit well with Sean Hart as he screamed loudly for security to get his show back under control. But boy, oh boy, were the surprises not done for the opening. For the opening. As the lights went out. Now, usually when lights go out in IAW, it means one or two things. Either the purge is on their way or Mr. Intensity has arrived. And well, when the lights came on, we saw the man in the black mask that we do not know the identity of standing over Sean Hart. Once again, he laid him out and broke bombshell news. Sean Hart has a meeting with the board of directors. Now, none of us have no idea what this meeting is about. We can only speculate that maybe they're not thrilled with some of Sean's actions. Also, there's still the... We still haven't found out if Agent Beck has made a decision on what happened to Osh back in October. So maybe that's what they're talking about. But yeah, bombshell news. But that wasn't the end of it. Mr. Intensity had to let us know since Sean Hart will not be here to run Mayhem. He had to bring somebody else in. Was it going to be the combat general manager? Oh, no, we can't let him. He's got too much on his plate over there with combat already. So who did he He put himself? The commissioner IAW will be running Monday Night Mayhem. And you got to wonder, what does that mean for the Mecca? Without Sean being there, they won't be able to have their advantage of bending the rules to their favor. And Joe Montori has been very adamant that he plans to confront Mr. Intensity on Mayhem. So there's a showdown between the international champion and the commissioner. But let's go on to more that happened after this. Because we got a lot more to talk about with IAW. Oh, and before I forget, that brawl was insane. I'm talking about we saw John Kamenoff, spine buster, the world champ, not the world champ, the international champion on top of a car. We saw Russell Wayne take it to Bam Miller in the parking lot. We saw Max Stone. I don't even know where the guy came from. Like a goddamn superhero leaping over cars and taking it to Fred Debonair. I mean... Let me tell you, I see the Mecca's got to be pissed on how their night started. And even more so, they might have been even mad how it ended. And we will get to that in just a few moments, people. And once again, I want to tell you, if you haven't, you need to go check out Friday Night Combat. Great show. They just posted their rankings. You know, check out the competition over there. A lot of great athletes that IAW likes to showcase. All right, moving the show along. So after the mayhem that ensued, we got the debut. We got the Emory debut of Blondie. Let me tell you, this guy's a little unorthodox, but hey, he showed out against the against Tony Bird, who has yet to really put it together in IAW. 
He's still got a lot of potential, very impressive, but it wasn't his night to get a win as Blondie showcased and proved to the fans and probably a lot of the wrestlers in the back who was wondering why he was chosen to take part in Keys to Success. And I think he stamped that and showing everybody what he's capable of. And I, for one, look forward to seeing what he does next. All right, moving the show along after that. We saw Sean upset, of course, had an ice bag over his head from the blow he took from Mr. Intensity, pissed off about how the night started. Michael Morrison just trying to do his job as an interviewer, trying to get some more information for the fans. Sean Hart wasn't hearing it, had Goliath escort him out his office. Then the rest of the Mecca came in on what they wanted to do next to try to rectify this problem. But Sean said, we're just going to focus he just wanted them to focus on their matches, and he will handle the board of directors and Mr. Intensity. He just needs them to do everything else. Now, moving on, another impressive talent in IAW that's been making waves since coming is one, Aiden Kane. Aiden Kane is a highly talented, very skilled technical wrestler, has been running through the competition in IAW, and he took down Knox. And you know, a lot of people want to say, well, it's Knox. But no, Knox is a competitor. He might not always get the win, but he's going to give you one hell of a fight and you're going to know you earned it. So don't think just because a guy, oh, he beat Knox, he's not a, he's not one of the best. I think Aiden Kane has a real shot at Keith's success this year. And we're going to see how he continues his momentum towards that. Another Keith's success competitor that was competing, we had Magra Tatum versus Zeus. Maverick, you know, the kids got it. If he could just put it all together, he could be a real problem for a lot of guys in the back. But we saw him make quick work of Zeus, sending a message that you know he's coming. Everybody's going to have to watch him in the key to success match. You can't count him out. If you do, that's going to be your fault if he climbs up there and secures one of those keys. Next, we had the tag team match of Apney and Ian, as we saw them earlier in the night, mixing it up with Justin York and his wife, Stacey York, as they battled in the parking lot. But obviously, that didn't affect this duo much, as they were able to make work of Lady Purge and Painmaker with no problem. And I'm kind of glad, you know, the Purge is kind of creepy. They creep me out, and, um, you know, I'd rather not be ever have to talk to any of them. But I'm so glad Apathy and Ian O'Rourke was, re- was able to take out the trash and take those creepy clowns out of here because, yeah, not down with the purge, but hats off to them. But then as we saw their celebration after their win wouldn't last long, as Justin York and Stacey York made their presence known, made their presence known and came out, talked a little trash, let in, and Apathy know what was up, that that Justin and Stacey don't really see them as real competition, but they'll entertain them. (laughs) Of course, Ian said, you're going to find out just how wrong you really are. You know, that's something we got to watch, this dynamic between Apathy, Ian versus Stacey and Justin. 
That looks like a very combustible element when it comes to members of the Mecca going against other groups out there. And that's one you very want to watch. I think the potential clash of those two teams is going to be money. Now, for my hardcore fans and brutality fans, let me tell you, you can't get no better than the next matchup we just had. Bam Miller versus Max Stone. Holy shit, this shit didn't even get to the ring. As Max Bam Miller came out, trash can full of weapons, ready to go to war after the mayhem that ensued in the opening, opening um, segment. Bam and Max went to war. This was a preview of what it could be like between Mecca and guys like Max Stone, Kavanaugh, Andy Trigger in whenever this thing comes to a boil. Backstone and Bam Miller traded blows. There was ladders used, trash can, chair shots, candlesticks. I think Max Stone even hit a Canadian destroyer on Bam on this ladder. And then the Swanton, that was just sick. I think Max Stone is, he's coming. Like, this guy here is only, he's been a hardcore champion already he's challenged for the international championship once but man i'm saying this guy is chumping and fred debonair should be worried he should be clutching that uk championship close to his chest because let me tell you out of all the challenges he's had so far i don't think there's been a more dangerous one than it comes to max stone and that's no knock at johnny f and c he's a legend in this business hats down to him but man this kid max stone He's got real potential to be a game changer. Uh, after that match, the Mecca came up short, but lucky for them, Justin York bounced them back after taking down Hercules very quickly, proving that he hadn't lost. <coughs> hasn't lost his great athleticism that made him a standout here in IAW. No ring rust at all look like the international champion of old and made a statement with a win over Hercules making it showing everybody he still got it and it should be considered a real threat and keys to success up next we had the Dominic and Fred Debner match where Dominic won and was the still was the LWA legendary champion. After that, we saw the IW originals coming through the parking lot. Oh no, my excuse me, wasn't the parking lot. They were heading for the entrance because Jay's match against the world champion was up next. But of course, Sean Hart in a bad mood. Didn't like that he saw them, so decided to take some of his anger out on the originals again. Told Jay. No, so Blade and Johnny that they were banned from the arena for the rest of the night. Couldn't come out there for Jay's match. Um, of course, they didn't take well, but J but Javon being the cooler heads of three, told the guys he's got this. He's going to go out there handle business. So as security was escorting Blade and Johnny out of the building they ran into the duo team olympus zeus and hercules who had taken losses earlier in the night obviously they were in a bad mood and thought they'd take some cheap shots 
at Johnny and Blade by calling them has-beens and about how people don't want them here anymore. And, you know, Johnny and Blade took exception that we almost had a little scuffle between, but luckily security was able to separate them. Um, we got to keep an eye on that. I don't think that issue is far from over, and I think Team Olympus might a bit off more than they can chew with coming at these two legends and bona fide Hall of Famers. All right, Kamenov versus Javon. Very highly anticipated match. You saw the fight in Javon as he always brings it. You can't never count this guy out. I mean, man, he's had some close ones with guys like Bam Milder, Jake E. Dangerously. The list goes on and on. But the world heavyweight champion, John Kavanaugh, showed you why he is a champion and why Joe Montori should think twice about thinking this is going to be an easy throne to overthrow. He's the champ. He's been the man. He's been the best of the best in IAW. He backs down from nobody. And this is going to be a hellacious clash when him and Joe come head to head. But the champ show, he's the man. And you got to beat the man to be the man, Joe Montori. After that, we had a highly anticipated triple threat match between Bobby Berman. Listen, I think he calls himself the devil and Liam Kane. Liam Kane and Bobby Berman are both taking part in the Keats' success ladder match this year. Both of them were looking to build momentum. And I think they even did that, even though one came out with the win, why the other didn't get pinned and didn't get the result he was looking for. I think things worked out. They showed off how much of a threat they are to everyone in that ladder match and that nobody should be thinking they can write Liam or Bobby Bourbon off and say, yeah, don't have to worry about them. No, you definitely have to keep your eyes on them. This is not going to be a easy key success ladder match to win at all. I believe this is going to be the most highly competitive key success ladder match in a long time. But back to the triple threat match, back and forth contest. But yes, it'll be Liam Kane that overcame the odds and got a victory. But boy, did Bobby Burton deliver and showcase his talent, boy. All right. The one everybody came to Dublin, Ireland to see. A triple threat match for the International Championship. Falls count anywhere. The tag team champions, Rhett Dawson and Sonya Wade, in a triple threat match against the international champion, Joe Montour. And let me tell you, we the word banger gets thrown around here a lot. But boy, did the tag champs and Joe Montour bring it in this main event and show why they deserve to close out the show. And let me tell you, smart by the tag champs. Most teams probably wouldn't have been like, you know, we're going to go at this. But no, they used treated as a tag match. was basically a handicap match throughout the whole thing. And hats off to them was a smart strategy. They came at Joe with all their best moves. They hit him hard. They came at him. They kept him down. But man, as impressive as ATG was, Joe Montori showed truly why he's the international champion just as much as John Kavanaugh show why he's the world heavyweight champion. 
so much fight in Joe Montori. Say what you want about him, cocky, egotistical. But what you got to call him after that false count anywhere is still the international champion. He brought it. He overcame the odds. He showed everyone that he is for real. And just as Kavanaugh showed, I think Cal had to be looking at that match like, yeah, biggest test I have, I have yet to face. And this clash between those two is going to be money when it happens. I'm telling you, I believe we're going to have a sold-out arena with thousands upon thousands anticipating this clash of titans. But after the throwdown between the tag champs and the international champion, the gangster of Christ would make their presence felt after the champions kind of brushed them off last week when they sent a challenge out, told them they haven't earned a shot at the tag champs yet. Well, that didn't sit right with the gangster of Christ as Gabriel Jeffro came out there and caused more mayhem, put a beat down on the champions. And then, of course, Joe Montori joined in on the fun. They're kicking their ass. They're stuffing a mud hole in them. And then who comes to the rescue? Oh, well, wait. Who tried to come to the rescue was Maverick Tatum. Got to give that kid credit. He's got a lot of heart. Knew he was walking into a lion's den with his guys already down. And they were putting the boots to him. And then here comes Bam. Here comes Fred. Here comes Justin. Lending a hand. Making the numbers even more as you got the Mecca and the Gangsters of Christ. Stumping out that ATG in the middle of the ring. But backup arrived as the world champion came out with Russell Wayne and Max Stone leading the charge and Ian and Apathy leading the charge against the Mecca and the Gangster Christ. They cleaned house. Apathy took it to Stacey York on the outside. You had Ian and Justin picking up where they left off. Everybody just picking up who they want. Russell Wayne dropping bam with a DDT sends him out the ring. And then, of course, it was just the international champion left going, going at it with the world heavyweight champion. But John Kavanaugh got the advantage, hit a massive spine buster, and was looking to hit a finisher to prove a point. But Sean Hart and Goliath pulled Joe out the ring. Sean upset, embarrassed again for the second time in the night, maybe three times if you want to count it. And John Kavanaugh smiling as, you know, showing that the world champion has got one up on the general manager and the Mecca. But boy, oh boy, did we know Sean Hart was not going to go quietly into his meeting with the board of directors. He said Mr. Intensity might be running the show mayhem, but he's going to make one more final decision before he goes into that meeting. And that is that the champion will be defending his World Heavyweight Championship on this upcoming Mayhem. And if you've seen the card, you've seen who he chose. And boy, John Kavanaugh, he's in for the fight. He's got the leader of the purge, ladies and gentlemen. He's got Ryan Hawkins is coming. And you know the Dream Killer is just ready to end the reign of the world champion before he even makes it a key to success. We could be getting Ryan Hawkins versus Joe Montori. We could. That's a possibility, people. You need to think about that. Sleep on it. I know John Kavanaugh, you know, impressive like I said, but this is a roadblock in his path to key success, and now we're going to see how the champ responds. But I got even more bad news for you, people. 
because Sean Hart made another decision as Mr. Intensely does not have control yet until Monday Night Mayhem. But I have just learned that added to the World Heavyweight Championship match, Joe Montori will be the special guest referee in that main event match on Monday Night Mayhem. The odds just got even more stacked against the World Heavyweight Champion. And let me say, I'm not sure how that's going to look. You don't know if Joe's going to call it down the middle or mess around with Cab or try to screw him out the belt. I mean, like this is another twist. It was already bad enough because you had to worry about the Purge and the Purge followers and maybe even Caleb Scott if he was going to come over from combat and help out Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up for what's going to be uh, insane, insane mayhem card. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Just wanted to catch you all up on what happened on mayhem. Um, and now... I'm sure they will put them out later, but we wanted to just go through and announce the mayhem rankings that Sean Hart has sent over to me to lay out. So we're going to go from top to first. So coming in at number 10, Bobby Berman. Coming in at number nine, Aiden Kane. Coming in at number eight, Blondie. Coming in at number seven, Ian O'Rourke. Coming in at number six are the IAW Tag Team Champions. Okay, I'm not sure what happened, but we had a little technical difficulty. But back to the Monday Night Mayhem rankings. We're going to start from the top, from the bottom to the top. Coming in at number 10 is Bobby Bourbon. Coming in at number nine, Aiden Kane. Coming in at number eight, Blondie. Coming in at number seven, Ian O'Rourke. Coming in at number six, is the tag team champions, Rhett and Sawyer. Coming in at number five is Liam Kane. Coming in at number four is Fred Debnera. Coming in at number three is Max Stone. Coming in at number two is Joe Montori. And coming in at number one is the world heavyweight champion, John Kavanaugh. Now, before we start talking about Monday Night Mayhem, I want to give a little shout out again to Friday Night Combat and what they're doing over there. And real quick, I'm going to go through their rankings and give them a little shine. So, coming in at number one for combat is Caleb Scott, the new world champion over there. Coming in at number two is PJ13. Coming in at number three is Sebastian Hamilton. Coming in at number four is TJ Alexander. Coming in at number five is Andre Cash. Coming in at number six is Iron Wolf. Coming in at number seven is Crush. Coming in at number eight is Sean Reigns. And coming in at number nine is Jack Tide. And coming in at number 10 is Cyrus Youngblood. Once again, that is the combat Friday night rankings. I've already told you what Monday night mayhem rankings were. Now let's dive into the Monday night mayhem card. This is going to be a must-see action as we got two debuts starting off with Brooklyn's very own Clyde Newton. Very skilled wrestler from what I've heard. Heard he can drop some crazy beats and drop a song that you want to listen to on Apple Music. Somebody want to check him out after he gets done with his match against Michael Hunter. Coming in, then our next debuted superstar is DeAndre Williams taking on Knox from The Purge. And funny story, DeAndre Williams is a former defensive tackle 
from the University of Mississippi, played in college, was a very hot prospect. And Knox, before joining the Purge and before coming to IAW, was a defensive tackle, I believe, in the NFL. So we have two similar backgrounds. Um, Knox has just taken a dark path since then. But DeAndre Williams is very much younger, very more impressive at his young age. And Knox is going to have his hands full. So DeAndre Williams, as I've said before, you can't sleep on Knox. He's a very competitive fighter. He's going to make you earn it. It will never be an easy win against him. Next up, we have Denise DeMarco. You know, she's been gone doing her thing, Miss Hollywood, all over TikTok, gaining her fans and making new content. But now she's ready to return in the ring and take on the Queen Bee, Jessica Banks. And let me tell you, if these two were an opponent tonight, I think they'd make one hell of a tag team. I think there's some similarities in personality and style. But either way, this is going to be a great back and forth matchup for the women's division. Get some shine on that. Why the women's champion is gone handling business and another promotion to defend her IAW women's championship. We'll have more on that later. <coughs> and then after that, we got a massive fatal four-way. We got three competitors that are going to be taking part in the Keys to Success letter match. We got Maverick Tatum taking on Ian Oworth, taking on Justin York, and, and Tony Bird will be in this. Maybe he can... Put some shine on himself if he manages to get a win over three guys in the key to success ladder match. Maybe that gets him an entry in there. I'm not sure. But Justin, Ian, and Maverick have to build some momentum as they try to make a case to be the one to win the key to success ladder match this year. Speaking of the other, we got two more guys that are going to be in the key to success ladder match, and they're both been pressing. I mean, we saw Blondie's debut last week. Very impressive. Instantly a fan of the guy. And, of course, Aiden Kane, been a fan. As you're going to find out, I'm a fan of a lot of people in the IAW locker room. But that's only because the talent level is so much and so much potential there. And these two guys, are they're getting there. They're trying to rise to the cream of the top. And key success ladder match could be their breakout night. Could be them putting their selves on the map. But we're going to find out who's the better of the two in this one-on-one contest. Then we have Liam Kane, another key to success ladder match competitor and one of the favorites after his big win last week. And, you know, Liam has an impressive history already in IAW, I believe. And, you know, Sean or somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but Liam is a former UK champion, a former international champion. So he's already held two belts. So I have to think if Liam was to win the Keys to Success Letter match, he's coming for the world heavyweight title. But there, the man he is facing is as just as impressive, very white hot, you know, Max Stone, a lot of potential. One of the best competitors we have to offer a former IAW hardcore champion has competed for the international champion has come close to securing that title he was very close then came up just short in the IAW Ice Crown Rumble but he's coming in Fred Debonair I'm telling you he should be clutching that UK championship close to his chest because let me tell you no disrespect to Johnny FNC he's a legend but Max Stone has to be the biggest threat to Fred Debonair's UK championship reign as of today 
And let me tell you, I think Max Stone has a good shot to take it off him. But first, we're going to see how he handles Liam Kane in one-on-one action. Now, as we talked about the main event, after being in bear last week by the World Heavyweight Champion, Sean Hart has called on the leader of the Purge, Ryan Hawkins, to challenge John Kavanaugh for the World Heavyweight Championship in hopes he wins and turn grabs Cavs' dreams into nightmares before a key success. But as we know, that won't be easy. John is a very decorated champion. He's brought a lot of prestige back to the World Heavyweight Championship after the hot potato of not having a champ. He's beating the very best of the best, so as dangerous as Ryan is, Ryan has to know John's the champ for a reason. This won't be easy, but it definitely won't be any easier for John Kavanaugh if we found out, like I announced earlier, Joe Montori is going to be the special guest referee of this world title match. And you just got to think, is he going to call it down the line? Is he going to fuck with Kavanaugh throughout the match and not make the important referee decisions you're supposed to make as a ref. Will he try to screw Cav out of the title? For a key to success, maybe Joe wants to go against Ryan. Instead, I don't know. But we're going to find out what all is going to happen. Sean Hart won't be at Mayhem, so that's another component we have to think of. Like We just don't know what the strategy is for the Mecca without Sean and with Mr. Intensity run the show we don't know how much they can do and what all he's going to have going on but as you can hear monday night mayhem man this must see there's a lot that can go down a lot of great matches to tune in for but i want to thank you for tuning in with me mark maverick on the iaw podcast but we are out of time and thank you once again and i will see you after next mayhem to discuss more stuff discuss more topics that's going on in IAW.